see you there <laughs> it's it, me you didn't it's me oh it's you it's me oh hey what's up hey oh nothing you know i can't see you either this so. is terrible <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are doing oh, terribly uh, <laughs> look our fan loves it that's you right know? loves it uh, probably rewinding it to listen to that part again you know reliving gold. it yeah memorizing yeah, totally. it for the best ofs um yep <laughs> how's it going it's good how are you i can't complain okay been drinking some tea cool so. yeah getting jazzed as we discussed in the green room drinking uh-huh some tea. green green room green tea green yeah room, green tea that's that that's how they got the name yeah i know isn't it fascinating nope we should really talk about you know dive into that in an episode <laughs> yeah that's, yeah. that's what people want to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Green tea, green room. Let me tell you all about it. Uh, oh, but speaking yeah. of green real fast. Ooh. All right. So this I is an un- uh, unexpected uh, detour. <laughs> I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Throwing this one in. Um, well, as you know, I've been not very, but trying to be more active on our Facebook page. If you haven't liked oh, it yet, shit. go ahead and check it out. <laughs> I uh, forgot but there's this. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! I don't use Facebook. Uh, I know, but I well, will. That's why I've been, I've been, you know, cultivating it. Not really. I really haven't been posting that much. But I can't wait to see. What speaking you've done of, with it. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can I have another week? Teach. It's pretty bad. Uh, no, but I, I posted this article recently about um, this this book that gets into. Uh, god damn it! I forget what it's called. The it's book so of bad. the dead. But no, it's about oh, okay. de- deadly fashion or something like that. But there's oh. this whole article on pictorial, which is that like subset of Jezebel about uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the harmful effects of arsenic in clothing. And ar- arsenic was used in green dyes. It is oh. fascinating. I can't believe I hadn't heard of it before. I feel like I but anyway. saw a tweet about that, perhaps, but did not read the article. <laughs> ah, well, yes, it's good. Yes. It was like a, it was an interview with an author. And I'm pretty sure the the book is deadly fashion or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. um but it goes you know goes through all of that kind of you know creepy weird stuff that happened to people i you know like that that story about you know radium and those watches like it's kind of a similar horrible thing that happened to people who worked with arsenic it made me think of that Ugh. story of um i think it was in the scary stories books actually mm. about the like um you know, like if you buy like a wedding dress or a nice suit from a pawn shop and then you get sick because of the formaldehyde Ooh. because they're, they're, all, they're all taken yeah. out of dead, out of, you know, um, buried bodies yeah. or whatever before they Creepy. put them in the ground. I love that stuff. Yeah, I love spooky. it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely spooky. Just, I mean, it's like real life. Does actually happen to people? Just wash them. Yeah. You know? you know, like just wash your hands after putting arsenic 
on a dress or however that process. That's I crazy obviously the, don't know all the details, dye but and all that stuff. Yeah. That yeah. Seems well, like and it was like pellets, right? Arsenic pellets. So huh. any any one dress, you know, because it took like a, a gazillion yards to make those dresses in the mid 19th century or whatever. So how do how the yeah. well? Never mind. You don't have to get into it, but pellets like were Thanks, they shooting because i the, don't know the, the details paintball guns that, that's how you yeah no that's yeah. how it, that's how it used to work you'd shoot it with a paint paintball gun but it was like a little tiny pellet gun full of green arsenic okay yeah interesting and then the woman wearing the dress would immediately get sores all over her yeah, body and die it was like instantaneous Ooh. but as she was dying she looked beautiful and green sure yeah that's yeah it's worth it you, you gotta know? go out looking your best better to burn out than to fade away as seriously life Neil wasn't Young as precious back then yeah, hmm. they were just you know more more connected to death, so it wasn't as scary. You know, this is very true. So it's like, well, yeah, it's one of the things I love we're about really that time period. Spreading truth, yeah. Fugidora, yeah. my friend, Fugidora, memento mori. Sure, that's what this podcast yeah. should have been called. But <laughs> mm. well, you know, the next iteration of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We could call it whatever the talking was. talking tombstones. Talking Ooh, tombstones. That could be a segment. You know. Actually, I feel that it could be a segment or it could be a spinoff because I feel like we could really dive deep into the material science behind tombstone preservation. Oh, people get a love real, real that. big following. People would love that. No, there's a um, yep. cemetery preservation conference coming up in the great state Ooh. of Maryland, and I don't think uh-huh. I'm going to make it, which really bums me out. Mm, I'm sorry. It's on yeah. the weekend, I think, but mm. I'm just kind of busy. You know, I need my free time. Yeah, I, and I know. I, I mean, you're you're a star. Yep. It's like your calendar fills up. What can you do? You they need it. to at least a year advance notice to get, right. get on DT calendar. And they didn't even send me like a save the date or like an advance. Oh, wow. Invite. Like I found professional on the, on the internet. Like I, and I should be there. I wow. Mean, um, anyway, that would be cool. I do want to yeah. do more stuff like that because I'll probably never work in that field, but like, and mm-hmm. or in that sub, you know, that niche. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But I still feel like I just want to know about it because it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely cool and spooky and fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you brought this up, but I thought we might share it with our fans uh, here. It was the 20th anniversary of an iconic album, yeah. Dig Me Out, Slater Kinney. Indeed. We're both big fans. They are awesome. And that album was so important and has a creepy title, although I don't think that's I'm not sure. I don't actually know what it refers to. Yeah, I think that's a slang for going to the bone zone, but I'm not sure if that's what they mean it for. Really? Yeah, I know it from uh, Skilo's classic tale of uh, (laughs) love, I Wish, in which he says uh, something about trying to dig out some girls or something like that. I I don't remember the exact lyrics. If I run through the song from beginning to end in my head, I could probably get them in context, but... I think it's a euphemism for sexual intercourse, um, but I don't know if that's I, how they meant it either. So, you know, a quick Google search after this recording, we could figure that out and come uh, back with a corrections corner. All right, I'm curious. <laughs> no, I never thought about it. I just sort of like yeah, I thought it was like a sarcastic. I like that like, title. It sounds great. Like dig, you know, mm. dig me out. Fuck you. You know, like a kind of like confrontational. Mm. Like, see, I always just kind of thought it was like dig me out of this patriarchy you know like get me out of this like dung heap because these men are pieces of shit which i think we're kind of saying saying the same thing actually i'm saying that for real no no i know well 
I agree with that. Because it kind of. Yeah. 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 You can take that. follow. That common expression. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? They're brilliant. They're brilliant wordsmiths. I wouldn't be surprised if they thought about every single angle, you know? Really. Put their hearts into it. They're awesome. Yeah. Ah, Gotta listen to that album again. Anyway. Yeah, man. Important music corner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so there's that, but I, I think you have some kind of fun stuff to tell us about, right? Uh, yeah. So I just got back from mm. a whirlwind trip to Dallas, Tejas. Oh, romance. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty good trip. Pretty good trip. Got to see a lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff. Uh, finally went to the cool, Dallas cool, Museum cool. of Art, which is great. And I only oh, wish that yeah, I had that spent building. more time there. Well, and it's free, which is cool. Um, hmm. And, you know, living in the D.C. area, I take that for granted. But, like, they have re- really good collections in some of the time periods that I am most interested in. Um, is so it th- Rococo? <laughs> yes, that's Do you right. like Rococo? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah, you know. I don't hate mm, it. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> sure. I like, I like your sort of classic uh, Greek and Roman stuff. It's pretty, pretty... Uh, Basic, oh right, you're a classics guy. Classics. Yeah, I mean it's pretty basic, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. And they have a ton of it. I was I was blown away, and they have like a lot of Etruscan stuff that. too, which is cool. But enough about the Dallas Museum of Art. Well, just real fast, actually, I had a question <laughs> it's about not the Dallas it Museum. Is not enough. Is <laughs> keep talking. No, is it is it the Dallas Museum of Art or the like Fort Worth Museum of Art that has that really incredible building? Uh, I mean, the Dallas Museum of Art's a pretty cool building. It's not like it's like a mid-century marvel. I feel like the uh, f- maybe it's Fort Worth. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know, worry it's about funny it. Because I we can figure it out. I'm trying to picture Dallas Museum of Art. Um, I don't think it's mid-century. I think it's a, a more contemporary building than that, actually. Yeah. Because I think it was, but I I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm like having a hard time picturing the building from the outside. Um, yeah. Yeah, hmm. the, the new building was built in um, like the '80s, I think. It looks like. Okay. Um, but it yeah, might, it might be the Fort Worth museum. one that I'm thinking of. Oh, I don't, I don't know um, about that. I don't know nothing about Fort Worth, man. Fort Worth, stupid. <sighs> I, I stay in Dallas. Me. I stay on the yeah. east, east side of the <laughs> Trinity River, man. Sure. Yeah. Um, You're no fool. Nah, Fort Worth is probably cool too. I've just never been there. But like, yeah, they had good stuff. Um, it's a it's a cool museum, and yeah, I I would like between that and Fair Park or well, yeah, I went to Fair Park for the first time, but I was gonna say I didn't even mean to say Fair Park. I meant to say the um, oh god, I've been there so many times. Um, anyway, they've got this really great urban park that they built when they like kind of bridged over this like big gap created by a highway, which a lot of cities have, and they're kind of doing a similar project building over. Uh, uh, overpass like that in dc right now even though i think that's going to be buildings and not just a park but um on the old uh woodall rogers freeway or whatever um ugh, sure i'm making an idiot out of myself forgetting the name I, of the park but it I doesn't figured matter it out. what's that it's the kimball Ar- the kimball art museum it's a louis Kahn building okay oh, it's in fort worth oh, okay kimball okay. art museum yeah yeah it's beautiful it's really cool but anyway yeah anyway yeah it's Anyway, please. The Arts District tell of us. Dallas is lovely. And, mm-hmm. um, mm. But enough about that. I, What I really wanted to talk about was this yes. uh, cool Clyde Warren Park. That's the name. Jeez, man. God. Uh, it's beautiful. You should check it out. If you're ever in Dallas, go to Clyde Warren Park. It's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about was 
the old Dallas Coffin Factory in the <laughs> south side, the, the Cedars mm. neighborhood of Dallas, which mm. is a lovely neighborhood. Um, mm. uh, and so in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, it's it's been sort of going through this revitalization that was spurred by this one development company. And one of the early projects of theirs was this building at 1325 South Lamar Street, which used mm-hmm. to be the Dallas Coffin Company. Um, it was constructed, or, or the... It was the company was founded in 1906 and the building mm-hmm. i don't know when the building was done uh 19 the first let's say the first uh oh okay here it is 1911 sorry i was gonna say it's the first decade of the 19th or 20th and you century. were wrong well oh, <laughs> right. i'm just Man, you're right yeah you I'm got me kidding. technicality no down boo over <laughs> uh, yeah, so 1911. It's a really cool five-story brick building, um, you know, and it's it was built very high ceilings and stuff like that because it was an industrial building. Um, you could probably picture it. It's not super ornamental. It's got some um, maybe limestone lintels. I don't know if they're limestone, but contrasting stone lintels on a red, red brick building. Cool, mm. cool, cool building. And anyway, it was the Dallas Coffin Company. Um they were making coffins there. It was great. Went out of business in, 19, <laughs> in the 1940s, and the building mm-hmm. became vacant. And then a life insurance company, which is almost just as spooky when you think about it, uh, yeah. opened up and had some offices there. Then, oh, get this. This is gonna, this is gonna creep you guys out. So if you listen oh, to this oh my podcast for like jokes and kind of, you know, our funny takes <laughs> on scary stories, <laughs> just turn on all your lights and you know just take a deep breath because this is going to scare the shit out of you. Oh, in oh 1960, God. after the insurance company moved out, the building was purchased by Sears <laughs> and they shipped stuff out of there. Whoa. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Uh, I'm I don't sorry. know I if I can keep going. A... I don't, I'm not sure I can. <sighs> um, I'm too scared. I'm so sorry. I, I lost my cool there. I'm a professional broadcaster and shouldn't have been showing so much emotion. You know, that's a lot. It's a lot of pressure, though. You yeah. know, I'm sorry. It's like not an easy story to tell. That's a peek behind the you curtain because I usually would edit that out, but I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> I want you guys to really feel well, it. We want to be real. That's you know, right. like, what's the point in doing this if we're not genuine? That's right. Um, real fast, when I, I'm trying to Google this so I can see the, the building as you're talking. Oh, sure. And the Google Maps pulls up casket store which is a funeral home in dallas texas not the one option for discount caskets burial burial vaults street street view yourself 1325 south lamar street yes or i'm there now why don't i just tell you what it is oh okay i was gonna say i can just tell you the name of the hotel Give them a little plug. Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast or give Ooh, me a free room yeah. next time. Tell me. <laughs> uh, so it is now, after being vacant <laughs> for several years, uh, the Texas Historical Commission, which is the Texas State Historic Preservation Office, and the National mm-hmm. Park Service, uh, mm-hmm. it, there was this great great tax credit rehabilitation done, um, $10.9 million rehab project. <laughs> Uh, by a company out of Canada called Matthews Southwest, which developed it into the Hotel Nilo Dallas Southside, which is what it is now. Um, And it's pretty cool, man. They have a real cool rooftop pool, which I have never uh, managed to swim in somehow. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's like a it's a cool building because it's a really can... nice hotel mm. there's a great coffee shop right across the street that does like breakfast and stuff and then it turns into a bar oh, at night perfect. with live music which is oh, such perfect. a great use for a space you know like mm-hmm. oh, what a yeah. what a good business model like coffee mm-hmm. shop in the morning bar at night it's great you oh this is beautiful yeah oh my god yeah I, you should yeah uh, it's amazing. The bed is I saw like a, a little dream. tiny picture and now I'm seeing big ones and it is beautiful. Yeah. It's cool. it's my, one of my other regrets is that I've never like ran across the street from the hotel to get a good like full shot of the building. Mm, like I'm, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a swing and a mess on my part because I should have done that by now. Seriously. But it's a, it's a cool building and um, mm-hmm. people who know me or maybe we talked about it on the last podcast um, at some point, our, our former <sighs> podcast. Um, I stayed there around Halloween of 2015. Mm. I, was, I was there up mm-hmm. until the 30th. And so Dallas, there's a uh, there's a large, you know, Mexican-American community in the state of Texas generally and then also in Dallas. Um, so there's a lot of that sort of culture there, the Latino culture and specifically Mexican culture. Um, so, there, you know, there are a lot of sugar skulls showing up and stuff like that, which I love that stuff. It's It's so cool, super spooky and like, just a real cherry on top of like regular Halloween traditions um, for all the the day of the dead stuff coming up afterwards. Um, So it's like Mm -hmm. a little extra, it's like a bonus kind of spooky stuff that, Mm -hmm. uh, that more than you would have anywhere else. So I was there that time staying in this hotel and I did not know it was a coffin factory that time when I stayed there, it was like such such a treat to find that out. Um, And I uh, came down the elevator one day to the lobby and opened the door and there was this like f- moment of terror because there was a skeleton <laughs> looking at me and I was like, ah! and it was <laughs> these two women uh, who had painted their faces as sugar skulls and were going upstairs because they were having a Dia de los Muertos party on the roof, like at the cool rooftop pool. <laughs> and like, it was uh- the coolest thing ever. Um, so I've really enjoyed staying there. Unfortunately, there's no real haunted stuff that I can find out about it. I, I, I hope that eventually some folklore comes about. And even if it's completely untrue, I feel like this is of all the haunted historic hotels out there, the one that used to be a coffin factory should probably be one of them, right? Like, let's like, do they, yeah, together guys have a tour of the, how, like the, the spaces that were used that way, or do they have any, like, even just like a dusty ass corner exhibit of what no, it looked like. I don't like. think so because I didn't, I mean, I was That's staying there and I didn't know about it, but mm-hmm. the Texas historical commission has a nice blog post about the the project. And um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I saw some other stuff on it, like maybe on Yelp where people are like, Oh cool. Did you know it used to be this other cool thing about that hotel? So it's in this neighborhood called the Cedars. It always mm-hmm. smells like cedar in the lobby. It mm-hmm. is delightful. That's nice. It is delightful. Uh, I miss mm. the smell. Yeah. I like kind of want to go back. <laughs> like it's great to be home, but man, I miss that cedar. Man, I really wish I could live in that hotel and uh, figure out how to make coffins. <laughs> <laughs> Does it uh, smell like cedar because they pump it through the HVAC or because the neighborhood has like cedar trees and stuff? So there are cedar trees around and then there's a, um, mm-hmm. I think that area of the city particularly, and I should have done my research on this more before the podcast, but short on time because of the aforementioned work trip. Um, sure, sure. I think that was probably, a. Con- I assume that's where the neighborhood gets its name. Um, yeah. Is because mm. of the restaurant kind of across the street called Cedars Social, which is very good also. Um, mm. 
I think they actually like I don't think they may, may be like some mix of essential oils that they're just kind of diffusing throughout. But I think they're actually like <laughs> cutting. I think occasionally they like they will like cut cedar in this little room off the lobby to like sort hmm. of make it smell. Um, I think. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, cool. It's pretty cool. Smells great. It really does, mm. man. Oh my god. And I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to realize that's what the smell was, but it was just always like smelled really good in the lobby. And then I was like, "Oh my god, it mm-hmm. smells like cedar." I get it. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, dude. Um, well, if I ever go to Dallas, you know, staying, I'll stay brother. there, and then I'll spend the rest of the day retracing the steps of the JFK assassination. Really reasonable so. rates, too. I gotta say. So yeah, <laughs> this guy <Okay>. sponsor us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's great. Really cool. I have never been to Dallas, but it's, I'm it's looking forward cool. to smelling smelling that cedar smell. Smelling that yeah. cedar. Smell no cedar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Wow. Building building corner yeah, <laughs> or something. Well, you sorry, know what we should everyone. do? <laughs> we should use this podcast to be tax credit advocates, given <laughs> that these things that's are... Right. In limbo right now, and we could just transform it to be <laughs> case studies loosely researched. I mean, about, that, that uh, whole neighborhood of projects. Dallas, people mm-hmm. are making money hand over fist there now with development because mm-hmm. of these first few tax credit projects that, that were done there, including the hotel. There's a building across the street called Southside on Lamar. I mean, mm-hmm. well, let's just hope that the development was thoughtful to the residents who were already there because yeah, that could well, be a big yeah. problem but let's not get into that right yeah yeah i i don't know I mean, actually that's... that much about it but yeah i don't know much about yeah dallas neighborhoods at all but right. development isn't always i don't know there are a lot less cedar trees there now so i don't know that seems right like a... mm. yeah I yeah know. i mean large-scale development can be as you know very problematic but Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. I will say, I think when it started, it was a lot of like, not like stuff being torn down where people live, but like, like a lot spaces. of just huge parking lots that sure. have now been yeah. built up. So that I think yeah, I'm generally pretty good, good with. Yeah, totally. But I don't, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I don't know either. I'm not shitting on that neighborhood. I'm just saying in general. How dare you? But I know. I was I'm, trying to get oh, them to sponsor I'll, us, I'll, Lindsay. I was trying to get them to sponsor us. I'll see us. myself out. No, I'm all for it. Just Austin Factory Hotel, yeah. Yeah, man, that is yeah. our mm-hmm. that is our whole deal. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> It'll be the first stop that, on our tour mm-hmm. when we take the podcast yep. on the road. Damn straight, we'll be like podcasting from the. Oh my pool. god, we could record from the bar across the street that does live music at night and is coffee shop Whoa. in the morning. That can be our venue. Whoa, uh, whoa, uh-huh. and we stay at the Nilo. Yep. Perfect. Fans, make it happen. Please give us <laughs> some money um, so that we can come see you in Dallas and everywhere yeah, sounds else. Sounds great. It's going to yeah. be pretty mm-hmm. expensive. So. Dallas first, though. Dallas sure. First. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, cool. Well, yeah, shall we? we get to it? Let's get to it. Mm. Sounds great. I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. Well, here we are. Uh, mm. Do you get into it? Want to go first since I've been talking for forty-five minutes now? Yeah, give them a fucking break from mm. your. I'm just kidding. Just joking. Uh, yeah, just to break it up a little bit, maybe. Uh, sure. Um, 
Yeah, so I have a, a sort of a, a connective callback to, I believe, our most previous episode. There's also a police siren going by. There was earlier some, some polka, polka coming from a motorcycle. So, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of... Ba- a lot of um, Only in Chi-Town. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. A lot of noises. Yeah. Of noises out here. Anyway, look, I'm sitting in our hot like office room because it doesn't have a screen. Um, <laughs> so the, the noise is blocked out by the window, but our windows are open in every other room and it'd just be too loud. You know, this way yeah. it's just like a little taste yeah, of shy nice town life, noise. you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah. So anyway, this one's kind of a callback to the episode where I blathered on about Scottish folklore. Ugh. Yeah, it's but oh, we're not good. going to Scotland. More of that. No. <laughs> Just burn you. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. I got really into it. I was so excited. It's so cool. Uh, no, but we're not going to Scotland. What? We're going. We're going. This is another unexpected detour. <laughs> hmm. So many of these. No, we're going. We're going to Ireland. But so uh, I have a, a really a good story from a very good friend of mine who um, told me this a long time ago. And it's it's awesome because she like when you ask her to retell it and get details, it's the same thing every time. It's, she's just like really good at telling the story. Um, is that a it's so interesting and unique? Because my, my stories change every time. Is that, is that what you're saying? No, no. I mean, because of my look, that's not... blatant inconsistencies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta punch it up every time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, why be make it more dramatic? Yeah. No. no, yours are always good. No, yours no. are always good too. This no, one, she only had one. Chain. I know. Well, this is the most spooky experience she's had um, versus like your life where you're I hope haunted so. <laughs> at all times, haunted at all times. Um, yeah. So Ooh, okay. that's a good memoir. Title. So yeah. close your eyes and imagine being whisked away with your permission to Ireland. To the land of luck and, I don't know, beauty. Ooh, yikes. Sponsored by... <laughs> visit visit <laughs> Ireland. by dot Ireland com. Tourism. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, babe. Dot com dot Forward slash IR. <laughs> sure. Anyway, okay. So my good friend was there in college studying abroad. Um, and they were on a field trip to the Burren National Park. Have you mm. ever heard of this place? I hadn't I until she told me about it. I think I have. The Burren. So it's this, like, it's a national park in Western Ireland. It's kind of like West Central, sort of near Galway. In the Midwest, um, if you will. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so it's over there, and it's like what's known as karst topography, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but I doubt it because um, I'm really good with pronunciation. So it's like karst topography is like this landscape that's formed um, from like rocks kind of dissolving in a way. Mm-hmm. So like these sort of porous rocks like limestone Classic and gypsum limestone, and that kind yeah. of thing. So it looks like, I mean, it's, it's sort of um, compared to what the moon surface might look like. Oh. So it's just this, I mean, look at these pictures. It's really spooky and incredible. Like it's yeah. very cool. I am looking but, and it up it's, on Wikipedia right now and not listening not. to you. <laughs> sure. Well, and karst topography is not like, it's not like this is the only place in the world, but it's certainly like a pretty unusual um Landscape. It's pretty amazing. But what's mm. also really cool about so much this stone. part of their 
Yeah, isn't it amazing? Mm-hmm. What's also really cool about this part of the country is that it's actually um, like teeming with life, like because of the the way the rocks are formed and sure. the way the topography is. The rain gets caught in really interesting places in the crevices and the rocks and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. it's like full of really uh, specific species mm. and like most Irish species of um, plant and ferns, flowers um, are found there so it's pretty incredible um it also i bet the groundwater is really good like i bet their tap water is amazing crisp (laughs) like just lime water filtered uh, limestone i know i got Uh. so thirsty (laughs) i got so thirsty reading (laughs) this article i Mm -hmm. bet Mm -hmm. delish um well the other thing that's kind of cool just to set the stage of how unusual this place is is that it gets like two times the rain of eastern ireland it's just like Again, this, yeah, like really unique and spooky place. Um, but another major feature of this, and this is why they were there, they were visiting this national park specifically to see the Polnabron Dolmen, uh, which is a, a portal tomb. Oh. And so this is like ancient, I mean, dated back to, what is it, 4200 BC to 2900 BC, sometime in there. Mm-hmm. And this, um, this portal tomb is, you know, like the the kind of classic look of like the vertical megaliths with the the platform the horizontal platform rock on top sure so that kind of tomb formation then originally i didn't know this until i was looking this up but originally that kind of formation would have been covered with earth which is oh. called a tumulus Ooh. the more you know <laughs> um so originally from that from the outside it would just have been like a mound a hill yeah, yeah a mound but because of the weather there and the rain and all of the erosion, like you end up just with the the kind of skeleton beneath it. So this is a, a huge tourist attraction, and they were they were in the Burren going to see this um, Pool Nebron Dolmen. Um, anyway, so to set the stage, they're kind of crossing through the Burren. It's dusk, as it always is in these these types of things. Um, and she's walking like you know, there's a whole like school group there. But she's walking kind of shoulder to shoulder with one of her friends and they're just sort of like chatting as they're walking through. Mm -hmm, mm And then like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, something like swooped like from kind of one side through their sight of vision, like down by their feet, just like swooped past them. And she, she said it was kind of like low and shadowy, but she said that it wasn't a bird, it wasn't a bat, it wasn't any kind of animal, it wasn't a butterfly, nothing like that. And she said she stopped, like she and her friend both stopped when it flew past them and just kind of looked at each other and they both were like, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a bird, that wasn't a bat, what was that, what was that? And they they swear, both of them, that they saw a fairy. Hmm. What did it look like? Low and shadowy, she said it was dark, but it wasn't like, hmm. it didn't fly like a bat, it didn't fly like a bird or a butterfly. It was like, yeah. But they didn't see where it landed. And I mean, it's one of those stories that sounds, and she knows, she acknowledges this, that it sounds like, what a fairy, you know? Hmm. Um, but she's, I mean, she's just like, no, that's what it was, because it definitely wasn't these things. Yeah. Right, right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, when I, so I was doing a little research about it and I came across this article that was published around Halloween in 2014 about this house in Lixnaw, Ireland, that 
was it had like five suspicious deaths in a row and people were blaming it on fairies that it had been built on some kind of fairy ground and they interviewed this folklorist about it and he was like well you're an idiot if you build a house on a mound like that because they're never not going to be mad at you it's like what you know that as a as a cultural concept is really interesting to me um in terms of like planning and preservation and all of that you know Mm-hmm. that like that attitude of well you know these don't exist but maybe maybe we shouldn't build here maybe we should just like you know build the highway somewhere else right mm-hmm. huh yeah which i don't know if you you know if you're on that tack if you would tear down a house that was built on it if that would supposedly you know diminish the the evil right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the trickery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Seems like you yeah. might want to do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Five deaths. I mean, and they were all different. It was pretty, pretty rough. Hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I'd just stay out of Ireland. Maybe I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why seems go like there? a charming place, but I don't want to get killed by fairies. Or <laughs> by anything, a fairy. So. Sure. Yeah. Well, I will say. I mean, I embarrassingly, I was um, at a work dinner. And telling telling everybody I was going to Scotland and everyone in my office has watched Outlander and everybody <laughs> likes it. And they said something like, oh, are you going to go find standing stones? And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm touching anything like that. You know, <laughs> I'm not touching I'm not anything. touching shit. The whole I'm not time like, I'm there. Go through, nothing. Keeping not, my hands in gonna, my pockets. I'm going to sleep standing up. It's That's just true. like not going to happen. Yeah. That's funny. Not going to that kirkyard, that Greyfriars kirkyard. Oh, hell yeah, right. No. Do I look stupid? Don't answer that question. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Fairies, don't piss them off. It's kind of the bottom line, you know. Yeah, that's a good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Don't build on their shit. Well, sure. Nobody likes that. Mm-mm. I don't care. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Fairies in the burn. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love for this friend uh, to do, like, I just want to know, like, what, you know, and, and I know it's hard to describe sometimes when you see stuff because mm-hmm. I've seen some shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But, like, I just want to know what it looked like, you know? Like, I can't mm-hmm. stop thinking about, like, well, what did it look like? Like, if it wasn't yeah if it didn't look like a bird or a bat i mean i get it i think that's the thing like i think that's probably how she remembers because i know i've asked that question but it's like she only remembers exactly what it wasn't you know like she knows that it was it flew low she knows it was shadowy and she knew that it wasn't those yeah, it's like how Plus I. Unless it was some kind of like rare Irish species of something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like the tent in the beach house, man. Te- like I knew that wasn't my dad, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and it helps just like how your brother has seen these things too. Like her friend, they said right when it happened that it was like, hmm, that wasn't these things, right? Which I guess could reinforce something you know like a perception but right i don't know to me knowing her i think like that's what she saw you know 
You gotta believe them, man. Mm-hmm. It spooked me out because those little shits are terrifying. <laughs> and I love don't, the I like the fairy stories. It's, look, we don't have them here. You know, are you sure? Too scared to cross the ocean? No, I'm not. It's a long, <laughs> I'm it's really a long trip. So we're probably a long trip. Okay. Their little wing, little, little little wings get tired. Oh. You know? <laughs> um. Yeah. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have. Thanks for that submission, friend. You know, we yeah, like we like submissions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a good friend she is. <laughs> Maybe I should make her my brother. You know. Ooh, man, throwing down the. <laughs> Anyone <gun>. listening? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe anyway. you have a real brother. I, I think you've been making it up the whole time. Well, I think that's a challenge. Yeah, prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prove mm-hmm. me wrong. <laughs> It's ghoultalkpod at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. So I've got a little story, which is more... I mean, it's less of a story and more of lore, which is... but um, More of lore? I wouldn't say that, Uh, even though I just did. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, (laughs) But uh, so I, you know, I was looking for a good ghost story that was related Mm -hmm. to Dallas, uh, Tejas. Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't find anything that caught my fancy. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there. It's a big city. But what I did come across, semi-related to this work trip, um, was a little haunting from a little mm. town called West Hollywood. Now, you all may yeah, know West Hollywood as the home to the famous, famous Sunset Strip. Um, you've got Sunset Boulevard, or Boulevard, if you will. Um, you've also got, mm, uh, sure. running up along the north there, uh, now I'm forgetting the name of the street. Uh, Lindsay, uh, help me out here. Sunset, and then you've got... Uh... Oh, sorry. Ro- Sunset Rodeo. is actually to the north. Then you go mm. down, and you got yourself a little taste of Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, two famous streets you got uh some big cross streets in there la cienega you got doheny drive which i think may be the western border or close to it right where you're brushing up against beverly hills uh and you've got los angeles proper to the east um Mm. so it's a great little town and uh there's a lot of notable places there uh including did you know this is where um Hmm. You ever heard of the Viper Room? I have. You know what? what why do you know about it? Because uh, River Phoenix died. That's right. In that, front of it. That's mm-hmm. like the only thing people know about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. Yeah. Is it still a? Still there. Uh, still there. Still. A, but still is it a club. still like operating as a club? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and then you've got some comedy venues, such oh. as. The Comedy Store. Um, so the Comedy Store was founded in, uh, or opened rather, in 1972 in an existing building. Uh, and it's seen its Ooh. fair share of legendary comedians and a bunch of pretty mediocre and bad ones, probably. Um, sure. It even hosted Liza Minnelli's wedding reception in 1974 to Jack Haley Jr. Whoa. And I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, Me either. But before it was the comedy store, it was a club called Ciro's, C-I-R-O-S, well, apostrophe S, if you're, you know, a pedant, uh, which is where, according <laughs> to legend, the ghosts come mm-hmm. into play. 
So Ooh. the city of West Hollywood was established in, I believe, 1986 uh, or thereabouts. No one's going to correct you on that one. Look, yeah, I don't want to make sure. any enemies, okay? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I, sure. I think it was 1986. 18, 1984. My mistake. I'm so oh, sorry. Um, you should be so embarrassed. I'm just going to shut this podcast down. This is the last episode. I have yeah, no coming it's back over, from guys. this now. It's done. Um, yeah, got to keep our dignity, you know. But before 1984, uh, supposedly, due to the, and this is, goes back well into the um, early 20th century and late 19th century. This area, before it was incorporated into the city of West Hollywood, um, was just this sort of unincorporated stretch of land that was legally outside the boundaries of the city of Los Angeles. So, supposedly, it became, like, really lawless in the late 19th century because it was just sort of this, this, you know, literally outside of the law. It was beyond Mm -hmm. the pale, if you will, to use a phrase. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... In the early by the early 20th century it became this great place to have businesses like your classic vice businesses brothels nightclubs Ooh, yeah. speakeasies all kinds mm. of stuff like that so apparently mm-hmm. there was this mobster named mickey cohen uh who was known oh, yeah. as the king of the sunset strip i'd never heard of the guy before but i'm glad oh. you have mm-hmm. that was a great reaction thank you i'll pay you for that later yeah he yeah. uh if you haven't seen L.A. Confidential, I have not a major major part of that. Because I don't he's, like to violate not... anyone's privacy, so it seemed like something I shouldn't be watching. It was confidential, marked uh, mm. clearly on the box, so mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> I, yeah. I just well, sent he's it right not back. actually a character in it, but he's his presence is you know. Mm. What it's kind a great of presence movie. is it? Like a good gift giver, or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mostly heroin, and you had to buy it. That was worth it, right? That was a good joke. Yeah, 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 yeah very good. Good joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wordplay, you know. It's like the the cleverest <laughs> form of comedy. So I feel like I'm really crashing and burning right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's the last episode, we might as well just like, like this take whole a big shit this whole story so far. It <laughs> it's been been a real big turn. Oh no, it's cool. Um, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's a cool story. I'm just mm. telling it really badly. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. So, <laughs> anyway, um, mm-hmm. he was he frequented um, Ciro's back in the day, and it became a something of a base of operations for him during this sort of long turf war between other warring uh, gang factions and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's believed by some that Cohen used the basement to beat and murder some of his enemies. Some even speculated Ooh. that he buried some of his victims under the basement ah. floor. Others claim Oof. the basement was used for illegal abortions, serving the uh, club dancing girls and prostitutes from the brothel that was next door to Ciro's um, if they found out that they had an unwanted pregnancy. Oh, man. It's said that the comedy store is haunted by at least five ghosts, which has, have manifested oh themselves by moving chairs, messing with lights, moving mm-hmm. other things, ashtrays, um, so one specific apparition, ugh, apparition that's been seen sure. is a mysterious man wearing a World War II bomber jacket who is often mm. seen in the upstairs office and in the comedy store's kitchen. Witnesses state mm. that they see him crouching or hiding and then oh. he just disappears. Yeah, isn't that the worst? Oh. Like that cuz that's awful. creepy. Like even if it turns out to not be a ghost, it's creepy to see someone like crouching yeah. behind a thing and then if it's a ghost, it's yeah. even worse. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> one, oh, one employee after hours saw what he described as a strong force pushing against a padlocked metal gate that encloses the front of the basement, which freaked him out. But he went ba- back down a little while later and saw a dark seven-foot entity appear, which to me sounds a little bit like a shadow person. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is pretty spooky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, terrifying. Yet another ghost that supposedly haunts the building is that of a comedian named Steve Lubetkin, uh, who tried unsuccessfully to organize all the comedians at the club to strike for higher wages. And then after his failure, he uh, was banned from the club, went up onto the roof of the hotel uh, next door or across the street or something and jumped to his death. And supposedly he landed near the entrance to the comedy store. So now people feel this overwhelming sadness near the entrance sometimes. But maybe mm-hmm. it's just because they're seeing like Chris Dahlia or something like that, you know? Burn. <laughs> Cook. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Tosh yeah. 2.0. <laughs> I just have this oh, overwhelming gosh. sadness. Do you oh, ever get well. pissed that people like that are famous? Because I do. Oh, all the time. Uh, <laughs> and the behavior that they encourage among people who uh, should be challenged all against patriarchy. Anyway, time. please all continue. All the time. Um, so <laughs> I don't, so this is, so one th- comedian who very famously has uh, talked about his experiences with ghosts at the comedy store is Sam Kinison, who like, I no. sort of recognize the name and then I saw his picture yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay. But like, I guess I've never been into him enough to really know anything about his comedy, but all that well, is he died say, a while ago, right? Didn't Sam Kinison die like 20 years ago? Maybe. I didn't actually look into him that much because um, I'm lazy and stupid. Uh, but apparently <laughs> the ghosts there really, mm. really did not like him and they would like go out of their way to disrupt <sighs> his shows or something like that. Uh, supposedly one time. And oh, I'm... sure. Bl- <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> a ghost. That's the ghosts Same. keep making me be bad at podcasting too. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I can't help me it. Me too. Weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> uh, Real weird. You live by the ghost, you die by the ghost, right? So you podcast <laughs> get messed right. up by the ghost. Um, you got it. Uh, one time, supposedly, like they would, they chanted over him on the PA system and just said, it's him over and over again. Um, they <gasps> would mess with the lights. So like he was talking into the microphone and then all of a sudden like, this other voice broke in over him and it was like garbled kind of staticky and just said, it's him over and over oh, again, oh which sounds God. pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you, could, you could probably fake that, right? Just have someone with a second mic yeah. somewhere else. I don't know. I'm not saying he did, but I mean, it's pretty scary. I'm just trying to talk myself yeah. out of being scared. Um, <laughs> sure. It's him. It's him. It's yeah. him. It's him. It's him. Oh, that's what. Oh, oh, actually, forget I just did that. And then I'm going to go back and do it in post. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. You got, yeah. Um, One night, he got so annoyed on stage that at the end of his set, apparently, he was like, show yourself. You know, he he ghost broed out like a real um, Zach Baggins. uh, Is that his name? (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. Good. But your laugh was delayed, so I wasn't sure if it landed. But and I was like, oh, God, did I get the name wrong? (laughs) Oh, God. No, I think it's the Skype delay. Oh, fine. A little bit. God damn it. Um, I laughed. It's great. Zach Baggins. So apparently he's Google like, show yourself, ghost, show yourself. Like, if you're going to mess with my set, you know, then show yourself, do something. 
And as soon as he stopped talking, all the lights went out in the club and like everybody, everybody in the audience freaked out. Um, so now like no one really goes down to the basement unless they have to, because of the malevolent spirit that supposedly dwells down there. Um, a security guard went down there. Ooh, I'm so interested in this story that I'm yawning while telling it. A security guard went down there. I drank it all, man, and it is not enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, As Tatu once said, this is not enough green tea. Mm. Um, Mm. A security guard once went down there to investigate a noise and heard a low animalistic growling at around 3 a.m. Oh, my God. And then, to his (sighs) astonishment, something hit the basement door so hard from the other side that the door bowed inwards. So that's terrifying. Now, if you'd oh, like to hear more God. about the haunting of the comedy store, you're in luck, friend, because it was featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries from February 23rd, 1996, 1996, the year of our Lord. Ooh. I got to check that out. I know. Because, you know, Unsolved Mysteries is now available on Amazon Prime. The devil, you say. To watch... I didn't. Uh huh. And I, I, I gotta is. say, I'm confused at the order that they put it in. It's not totally, and it might just be my interface because we have an old ass TV connection situation. Girl, get yourself um, a Roku streaming stick. It's great. Forty bucks. When, Forty when bucks. When I, uh, I know we'll do it. I'm just saying. It. Uh, they have them all there, and I watched a couple episodes recently. First of all, I forgot they were an hour long. Second Ooh, of all, that's a it was like one of those like recall memories when that music started. I got really scared, <laughs> like <laughs> legit scared. Like, oh my god, am I making a mistake? And like, Mike was in the house, you know. So I was sure. like, but I also felt stupid, like, yeah. You know. You know what episode of that show? Oh, no, go. Sorry. No, the ghost ones. The ghost ones always got me. Like, they. Do you. I watched. I found it on purpose because I wanted to watch the one where they go to the the Queen Mary, the boat. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I was like. I don't know. I had this look of expectation on my face. Like, because I thought I knew what you were going to say and I thought we were thinking of the same one, but we weren't. Which one? Do you remember the Haunted Toys R Us episode? No. Oh, Oh, man. That. I saw that at a really young age. I am trying to find out right now when it aired originally so I could determine how old I was when this aired. But, um, oh, so sorry. We were too young to be watching this. I mean, you're younger than I am. And, like, it came out. (laughs) The episode started in 88 or 89. So many things that I, like, I saw Poltergeist when I was, like, three or four. I know. (laughs) It's not okay. I know. Looking back on that. and unsolved, it's not okay. I, and unsolved mysteries, like the eighties, I would watch that with my sibling. Time. You I know, mean, like, really, and people you know, were just like, oh, for every like, whatever, you know, like yeah. Well, and for every like Beetlejuice that's sort of appropriate right, for kids right. or like is okay, you have like unsolved mysteries and yeah, fucking Poltergeist or Nightmare on Elm Street or all those things. And when I found, like, I found that it was on Amazon, I texted my siblings, like, oh, my God, you guys, this is on. Were you as scared of this as I was? And my older brother, who's, like, five years older than I am, so he was probably 10 or 11 watching it, still too young, was like, yeah, that that shit really, like, really got me. was like, what were we doing? Yeah. But this, this sounds, I mean, even you just telling that story, that sounds like every scary ghost trope you can imagine in one place. 
Like, I would never go to a show there. Which almost makes... Yeah, you know, it's funny because I remember walking by it and being like, ugh, fuck that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to UCB, like... But, You're um, so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm pretty cool. Um, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. There was no one good on the bill. That's really like the, the marquee <laughs> well, was and I bet, disappointing I bet, at that. I bet they have no problem filling the seats there, not only because of you know the people they bring in, but I'm sure people go there for the lore and stuff. But I, that just sounds awful, really scary. Yeah, for sure. But very cool huh, if they want to sponsor our show. You know, that's. Fine, I would totally take that. You know? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, yeah, Unsolved Mysteries, man. I yeah, gotta find I really want to watch that Toys R Us one now, actually. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. That, Cause... Oh, man, that messed with me. And then when I, anytime I would go to Toys R Us, I would like be so scared, even though it was in, oh, Cal- it was in California. But like I would freak out. And like I remember there being one episode where a TV unplugged. Like oh, a, a TV that was unplugged, like turned on to static, and I would like get so oh, scared God. whenever there would be static on the TV, which happened all the oh, time back then. Cause, yeah, <laughs> you know, like God. we didn't have cable. And, um, well, and what does that do to you to like equate a place like Toys R Us, which for most children anyway was like joyful, you know? Yeah, yeah. To like terror, like that's that's got to be. That's a weird conflation that wasn't great. That's probably really <laughs> fucked you up. Yeah. yeah, probably really fucked you up. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, um, to close the loop on Sam Kinison, I looked him up while you were talking. Uh, Sorry, um, just ignoring me. He died. I didn't. I didn't know how he died, but I knew he died a long time ago. He died in 1992 in a like fucking crazy car crash. Oh. So and not, he was like not murdered by ghosts. Not murdered by ghosts, unless it was a ghost driver. Could have been, I guess. Interesting. But it wasn't. It was a drunk teen. So, don't drink and drive, assholes. Hmm. Yeah, he died. Too bad. Um, God, he was only thirty. Anyway, huh. I know. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Yeah. Sad story. All together, all those stories. Oof. I just get but, the feeling that he was yeah. probably like kind of a douchebag or something just because he was a comedian well, a male comedian in like yeah, the 80s and 90s but still no, i mean i would almost guarantee that but like he the could comedy have been world funny. who knows well i mean bill cosby's funny you know it's sure, like yeah. you could look at any yeah. any list of those guys it's like comics male comics even now i would be a little i don't know take it all with a grain of salt you know sure sure I'm sure many of them are wonderful people, but it's also like the amount of like narcissism and insecurity. And I mean, the very few that I've met in Chicago, it's kind of like, ugh, ah, you know, Yeah. that was one thing, you know, when I was, when I was still out there in the dating world that if the guy was a aspiring comedian, I sort of knew <laughs> it wasn't going to work. <laughs> it's not fun to riff on a first date word to the wise, you know? Huh? Anyway, well, now I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the first dates you'll be going on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. I mean, be, yeah. be cool about it, but yeah, all the time. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're cool, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro, we're bros, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah, man. <laughs> Wait till we get off air. I gotta get all. I gotta get all those details. <laughs> gotta get all those deets, you know. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well. That was quite a quite a whirlwind travel tour there. Yeah, this know? is a longer mm-hmm. one. Sorry, everyone. 
<laughs> or you're welcome, depending, I guess. But yeah. probably sorry. Yeah, probably sorry. <laughs> because you but know, you know what? I'm not going to take time. time to edit it down because I got to put it up right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like procrastination. That's right. Well, maybe on that note, then we should just cut our losses and stop talking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See you later, guys. Yeah. Bye.